The meat dude, Spencer Wirt. This conversation, as always, brought to you by All Soccer Meats. You can find them on Main Street in Ottoman, Minnesota, and Big Deck Barbecue. Let's get to them and uh, visit with Spencer Wirt. Spence, how are you doing this week, man? I'm doing good. How are you, Tyler? Doing well. I know we've gotten a lot of snow uh, off and on throughout the week, but you guys got hit much harder last week. How are things going out there as far as you get everything moved, you're back to normal? Oh, I don't think we'll be back to normal all winter. I mean, there's <laughs> piles everywhere, and it ain't going anywhere, you know? So know. Uh, Streets are a little tighter. Uh, corners are a little wider, you know? There's a lot of snow. I don't know. <laughs> there is. Uh, we don't quite have that here. What we got was a lot of uh, the rain, and that's going to be just messing things up for a while as well. Winter's here to stay, and it feels as yep. though yeah, we didn't get much rain throughout this fall, and now here we've gotten some flurries every single day, it feels like. But I'm not going to complain. I guess it's that time of year, and, and the fact that we're already uh, halfway through November, some would consider us lucky compared to years past. You got a question for Spencer where you can text that into 35270. Spencer, I had brought this up on, I think it was Tuesday, because over the weekend I was introduced, and I don't know how I've gone this long without even knowing that this was an option. Have you ever had venison bacon before? Yeah, and, and I've made it. Okay, well, explain it to me, because <laughs> I I have not. One of our friends had uh, had this done, and what my assumption is, is because they went and got their uh, their deer this year. This was the leftovers from last year. They're clearing out the freezer, which I'm not complaining. I'll take it. But I have never had this before. And the, I was having a tough time describing even kind of the way it was. I, I came up with something after I described it on air. It, it almost felt like the texture of like a spam, but except for it tasted so much better. Describe how this thing's even uh, made out there. Well, it, it, it's sausage. That's all it is. I've always, yeah. I've always thought okay. the term venison bacon was funny because it's literally just sausage. Um, of course, it's it's formed and loafed in, and in, so when you slice it, it it's the same shape and size of a slice of bacon. Um, but it's just ground venison and and whatever other meat you have with it, and then. Um, you know, cured with the normal bacon cure. Okay. Um, whenever I make it, I usually use just like a plain sugar cure where pork bacon is a, I use a brown sugar cure. I'm not a big fan of, um, you know, like beef or venison with brown sugar. I'd rather have just sugar, but uh, I know a lot of places that make brown sugar uh, cured venison bacon as well. Um, and then it's the way I do it, cause I, I don't make much, but the way I do it in house here is, is literally just like a, nine by 13 deep dish pan um form it into that pan put it in the smokehouse cook it um pop it back out and slice it on the slicer and you get some nice you know um sized of bacon slices but yeah I'll, it, it, it's just sausage um and and texture wise that you're you're describing is just a really good bind uh, venison is, is, is a great binder because it's super high protein so um, you know, if they went 70% venison and, and 30% pork or, or with a little light on the pork, uh, that bind is just going to be super, super strong. Therefore, the, the texture is going to be uh, almost uh, rubbery. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, there's that, it, it, it's really, really simple to make. Um, I, but, I, like I said, I've always kind of laughed at the term venison bacon because 
it's, it's not whole muscle bacon. It's, right. it's just sausage that's been formed and, and sliced. See, so. and I, I think you got to the, the, the answer that I was kind of – my question I think that I could not figure out is how it got formed and how it seemed to have, you know, held so well. Because in my mind, if you just have the usual sausage process, well, then how did it stay – uh, you know, in these thin slices, but I think he got there that it's it just the type of protein that uh, was able to hold it there. Yeah, I mean, you can do it with beef too. I mean, sausage. I mean, what? That's what sausage is, right? It, you yeah. add salt to it and you mix it, and mm-hmm. it binds together, and you can essentially form protein once it's once the the salt extracts the proteins, and you and you physically mix it. You can form it into whatever shape you want. Granted, most of the time you need some kind of shell or casing or something that will hold it through the cooking process. But once it's cooked, it'll hold that shape because you did everything right on the back end. Uh, follow up, uh, what, what's the way you're preferring to cook that? Uh, I mean, are you doing like in a pan of butter or what? No, I, well, just like I cook bacon. Granted, it's a lot leaner, so there ain't as much grease. So mm-hmm. uh, you don't, you don't, I guess you're not like, frying it in grease like you essentially fry bacon in grease just because the fat renders out and you have a source of grease but Mm -hmm. uh i mean just just bake it or or fry it in a pan that's it and and most of the time it's already fully cooked coming out of the smokehouse so essentially all you're doing is reheating it and then you got a nice little breakfast sausage slash bacon you know chunk of meat and stuff uh, you know, when I uh, was younger, we would process our own uh, our own deer sausage and uh, summer sausage. So it's only recently that I've actually taken one. I've been able to harvest a deer to, uh, you know, a meat locker. I've never seen this on, uh, as an option before. Is it not common to, to be done as far as, all right, here's the type of sausages you make. You can have your pepper sticks, your jerky. I've never seen this term before. Is it not common to see as far as going to a Main Street butcher shop? Um, you know, I, I see it a lot. Uh, I see a lot of shops offering it and, and really at the end of the day, if the shop isn't set up, doesn't have the forms, doesn't have something like that, maybe they don't offer it. Um, so, I mean, I see it a lot in in shops in North Dakota and and around here in Western North Dakota, South Dakota, same thing. I, uh, uh, I see it offered a lot. So maybe, maybe it's just become more popular, I guess, in the last, you know, five years, but, um, I know there's a lot of we don't process much deer whatsoever. We're we're busy enough with our federal processing that we don't um, take much in. But the little we do, I'd say at least fifty percent of our customers request it. So. Questions coming in for Spencer Worth, the meat dude at three five two seven zero. Tyler, can you ask the meat dude? Can a butcher sell venison if it isn't uh, that individual who harvested the deer? I, I think what they're saying is, I mean, if if just an average. You know, a consumer comes in, they didn't actually come and present a tag. Have you seen butcher shops or have you just had venison out for somebody to buy on their own? Or the rules no, against because there is. There's, yeah. they're, they're, a wild, they're a wild animal that's harvested in a non-inspected method. Um, now there is facilities across the nation that do harvest um, elk and deer under inspection. Um, so that's a different ballgame. But um, you know, like the deer that fall under the North Dakota game and fish, right? That is that individual's deer and nobody else um, can buy it from them and or, you know, trade goods for it. <laughs> Three, five, two, seven, zero. Uh, Tyler, can you ask a question for the meat dude? Uh, oh, now I lost it here. What temp does this, does he smoke that deer to bacon? 
165 is the question mark? Um, no, I don't take it all the way to 165. Uh, usually in the smokehouse, I'll take it to about 150. That 150 degrees to meet, you know, lethality standards needs to be held at that temperature for um, at least like two two minutes. Yeah, that's that's according to Appendix A, um, which we don't have to get into that. But <laughs> 150 for about two minutes is our final um, temperature. The reason I don't take it to 165 is then you're going to just start seeing a little bit too much fat render out of it, which you don't want. You want all that to to stay in there. Um, so yeah, that's where I that's where I take it to essentially have it be fully cooked. Um, now it is bacon, and the term bacon is associated with not fully cooked items. So you, as a consumer of whatever you get processed, you know if if the if the term matches um, the normal methods that you treat it, then then do so. Very good. Meaning More? bacon oh. usually cook. Sorry, bacon you usually <laughs> cook when you get it home. So venison bacon. Cook it before you eat it. Very good. Another question that just keep coming in for you. Three five two seven zero. Tyler, can I ask the meat dude how to cut up raw turkey before cooking, and how to cook it? Um, I guess that's that's kind of a. I don't know how to answer this. Um, you know, if if you have a whole turkey and you're wanting to break it apart into its quote-unquote primals or, or, or breast it out or, um, you know, cook the thighs and wings separately, yeah, that's, that's, that, that's a lot. I, um, not, to, not to throw the, throw the change in the subject, but we talk a lot about cooking turkeys over the past years in the spatchcock method. Um, so if you have a whole bird at home and you're trying to figure out a, a better method to cook it other than roasting it whole, um, rather than pulling all the parts apart and cooking them individually, I would suggest trying that spatchcock method, which is just removing the backbone, laying it out flat so it, it cooks evenly. Um, I hope that kind of answered the question, but uh, I mean, every piece of that bird, if you're cooking individually, should be cooked differently. Uh, obviously, a breast is going to cook a lot different than a thigh, and that's why spatchcocking it is trying to disperse the heat a little better so you get more even heat distribution and, and hopefully a better meal at the end of the day. What's going to be on the menu next week for you, Thanksgiving, before I let you go? I don't even know. That's a week away. I haven't figured <laughs> it out You haven't figured out what's for supper tonight like most of us, right? All right. I got another. Suggest- Might be turkey. I don't know. Might be well. And you had said that after you uh, was the last year that you deep fried it for the first time, and you've been missing out. Yeah, I, there's room for improvement at the word household for sure, but uh, it was good. <laughs> okay, well, I haven't ventured that far yet. Uh, I know we're going to be talking about uh, actually the Saddle and Sirloin Club is going to be joining us. They're selling turkeys next week for a fundraiser, and I know they went through the meat lab up at NDSU where you used to work, so they did the little smoking thing up there. Were you ever a part of that in years prior? Oh when you were up there? yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. I know. I know the turkey process very well of the Saddle and Sirloin Club. All right. Well, we're going to be joined by them a little bit later on. And, and that texter about the turkey said the meat dude answered the question perfectly. So there you go. You're ending on a high note this week, my friend. Anything before I let uh, you go? Uh, well, we well we won't talk next week, so uh, or at least I don't think so. So happy Thanksgiving to everybody, and uh, enjoy the 
hopefully short week for everybody next week. Well, it'll be happy Thanksgiving to you as well, and I assure you we probably will be talking next week, but I'll connect with you off air. How does that sound, all right? <laughs> Spencer, how are you? Uh, take care, my friend. We'll talk again next week. <laughs> it'll just be on a different day. Thursday, we got some different programming. In fact, I think we got some football going on, uh, but we'll have a Black Friday special show, and Spencer doesn't know, but he's going to be a part of that show. Uh, that's a week from uh, this Friday. Uh, uh, these other suggestions about where you can get uh, the the bacon, the, the venison bacon. Thanks. Uh, Reynolds, North Dakota, for one, coming in. Others saying, Tyler, I'm with you. I haven't heard nor have I seen that bacon either. It, it was new to me, and I think having it described that basically it was sausage. And if you've had it, uh, you can tell that it is. It, it's just a different type of sausage. And I was wondering how you – I was buying together in, in that slice, and I'm glad that Spencer was able to answer that for me. Those conversations every Thursday at this time brought to you by All Sauger Meats. You can find them in Audubon, Minnesota, and Big Deck Barbecue for your rubs and all your sauces. You can find them at a variety of locations across the area. Afternoons Live, well, I guess we're just kind of getting started. We're going to keep rolling on right here this afternoon. I'm Tyler Axis. Stick around. <laughs> Steak, steak, eat a big old steak.